happening on the 28th of January of next year. Tickets officially go on sale Friday. You are going to want to pay attention to the X's social media pages because tomorrow we will have an official pre-sale from 10 in the morning until 10 at night. We will put the link and the password up on our social so that you can go in there and grab tickets before anybody else. If you'd like to guarantee your entrance into the concert, I certainly don't blame you there. Plus, we'll have some more tickets to Black Label Society today as well. So it should be a good, fun, and eventful Wednesday morning. That, at least, is our goal. Do you accept that mission, Big J? I accept it. All right. Well, we're going halfway there because I'm not sure I do. But we'll get started with some Rage Against the Machine this morning. It's Gorilla Radio kicking things off here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. Important stuff. What's going on in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Injury attorneys. Governor Brad Little yesterday announced $10 million in relief funds to healthcare centers across the state to cope with the surge in patients that they are dealing with in ICUs and other places, courtesy of COVID-19. Uh, He did so in a press conference yesterday. The funds are in addition to the $7 million given to hospitals for staffing, $4.5 million for primary and urgent care centers, and $8.5 million for skilled nursing facilities given since May. Uh, There's also been $30 million given for expanded COVID-19 testing in schools. As a matter of fact, West Ada yesterday announced that they're going to start supplying students that as long as they sign up in advance for rapid tests, because apparently these tests are very difficult to get a hold of, as you can attest to, Big J. Uh, it is hard to find a rapid test anywhere, and of course that's what kids need in order to go back to school if they want to, you know, do this or they're sent home or they're not feeling well. Schools are requiring them to have a negative COVID test in order to do so, and it's difficult to get a hold of these things. So that's I where you can recommend. Go. I will recommend this, uh, though, as uh, uh, Walmart.com is where I ordered some uh, rapid tests. Uh, they're called Biomax, and uh, some friends in the music industry use these tests. Uh, they're rapid tests you take at home. They're PCR tests that uh, give you results in 15 minutes. So uh, I ordered a couple up of those uh, through Walmart.com. Uh, there's a, a day, a couple-day wait. They're, you know, they come in and out of inventory, but that's something you might want to consider. There you go, if you need them. Uh, because, again, these even these rapid tests from schools, you have to sign up in advance for. And uh, already there's a 125-person waiting list for the West Ada ones here in the uh, Treasure Valley. So that gives you an idea of how difficult they are to come by. Well, it looks like Ben Simmons and the Philadelphia 76ers are headed for a divorce. It is reporting that Ben Simmons won't report to training camp next week, according to media reports. The 25-year-old forward never intends to play another game for the 76ers again. And if you're a 76ers fan, you probably were like, I thought he quit on us during the playoffs. But uh, we'll see where this ends up going. It's not really a surprise, I suppose, considering where this is headed. I think the real surprise is that he wasn't shipped off in uh, the offseason. But we'll see what ends up happening going forward. Of course, I'm sure the Philadelphia 76ers are looking for something in return. And whenever this happens... This gives the team that actually has his rights a lot less uh, leverage in order to trade him. You may remember the James Harden situation last year where they basically got a loaf of bread for one of the best players in the NBA from the New Jersey Nets because Harden just didn't want to play there anymore and showed up out of shape and was all gross. And then all of a sudden he was all better once he went to the New Jersey Nets, weirdly enough. Looks like David Mills will, Davis Mills, excuse me, will indeed start a quarterback against the Panthers tomorrow night. 
Uh, Tyrod Taylor will be out with a hamstring injury, so you've got yourself the rookie quarterback coming in to take on the Carolina Panthers, who are surprising 2-0 and probably will be 3-0 after Thursday, if I had to guess. So you've got yourself some red-hot quarterback action happening on Thursday Night Football tomorrow. Good news, Big J. You can rest easy. Your friend Jada Pickett-Smith is doing just fine, and so is her husband, Will Smith, following a fire in their $2 million home in California on Monday afternoon. A source oh, said that, quote, they're all fine. They're all still in the home. A fire broke out in the basement. A fireman was treated, but everybody else was fine. No significant damage done to their house. So you don't have to worry about her. She's okay. I'm sure she sent you a text message letting her know that everything was fine. But now we have no, no reports. Oh, my God. She didn't talk about I, it? No, uh, multiple uh, unreplied texts I sent, well, making sure that she was okay. And nothing back. Maybe she changed her number. That's the only thing that I can come up with. I mean, you know, these celebrities, sometimes they have to change things up a little bit. And so hopefully uh, you'll get the new number when uh, she emails you, I'm sure. Uh, right, right it doesn't after, appear to be that way. James Hetfield emails you. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's <laughs> your important stuff for the 6 o'clock hour. <laughs> That's UAUAU. That is the Send Nude Song of the Day, courtesy of The Who and From Ashes to New. Yesterday, right around this time, Big J selected a movie to watch and review for you. It was a little thing we call streaming dumbass. Big J, get us up to date. What was it and how was it? Yeah, uh, the title of this movie is in question, too. Uh, it's uh, in one place is called SAS, The Black Swans, uh, and The Rise of the Black Swan. And the uh, other title is SAS Red Notice, and uh, they're not separate movies. It's the same movie starring uh, Ruby Rose and uh, some other Brits. Uh, it's basically, along with Andy Serkis, um, I don't know why there's two separate titles. Uh, you know, one of the things of this uh, movie is that uh, what you've got is Ruby Rose. She's part of a family called the Swans, and they're uh, American, but they live in England. And they uh, ha- they own a, a private contractor military business. They're mercenaries for the most part. And uh, they routinely get hired out by the British government to do things. In this particular case, they're hired to clear out a village in uh, Russia to create a, a pipeline. And uh, it's a rather messy affair. Uh, they get caught doing some uh, unsavory things. And as a result, it could be a very big scandal for the prime minister in the UK. And so what you have then is them deciding, oh, it's time to get rid of these guys. And uh, they don't go quietly. And basically, the movie turns into Die Hard in the Channel. You know what the channel is? No. It's the underground um, train that goes from uh, France to the UK. And so you've got that whole situation. And... You know, there's a lot of potential for a lot of great things in this movie, <clears throat> but it just all falls flat, man. Uh, the action sequences are are tired, and they're not that great. The special effects are terrible. It's just uh, real lazy, in my opinion, when there could have been some some really good things happening here and a wasted performance for Ruby Rose and a couple of the other actors in here, Andy Serkis included. It just kind of like, it felt lazy to me. Whereas I'm going to give you a two for one, okay? So... Red Notice, or I'm sorry, uh, SAS, this movie, skip it. You don't need to watch that. Uh, If you want to see an action movie with really good action and an interesting storyline, check out Kate starring Woody Harrelson. And uh, I forget her name. She was in one of the diehards. But that's a a much better version of an action movie you're going to get with a female lead. Uh, Check check that out. So two for one. 
Beautiful. What does SAS stand for? Uh, that's uh, Secret Air Service. So that's the like like let's the Navy SEALs, for example. Well, it's a special forces group in England and the part of the uh, British military. It's it's one of the one of the very first that that really started to counter terror stuff. Gotcha. So you've got that in play and, and one of the, the the good guys it's as part of the SAS here uh, as well as Andy Circus in the movie yeah that's what I was gonna ask I mean it sounds like I mean maybe I'm wrong because I haven't seen the movie but are there any good guys in this movie because it sounds like the the company is hired to do really a terrible awful thing and then things go terribly awful wrong in the middle of that terrible awful thing and then they have to be eliminated to protect the government so they're also not good is it just a bunch of terrible people doing terrible things in this movie yeah no, yes for the most part you're absolutely right there are there is one hero one of the guys who is a part of the SAS his name uh, is uh, i forget his name in the movie but he's played by Tom or his name is Tom Buckingham he's played by Sam Hagen uh, he's the good guy, and he's actually pretty good in this. Uh, him and he's about to propose to his girlfriend. They're on this train to France to do so, um, and he's been hunting this uh, black swan, Ruby Rose character, and she just happens to be on the train. Like that's the target. Hunt he me. just happens to be there, happenstance. Yeah, makes <laughs> sense. Somebody hunt me. Uh, and and <laughs> oh yeah, wrapped up into this is this really stupid thing that they do at the beginning of the movie talking about psychopaths and how there's like one percent of the population is psychopaths and so it's a dumb you know side kind of plot that they have in this movie it just didn't work sounds to me like this movie is not big j approved am i correct oh not at all skip skip at all costs is andy circus at least decent former guest of the morning after yeah i mean he he puts in a pretty good performance he's you know yeah questionable bad guy i guess i mean he's just He's just kind of in charge of, of the SAS part, but yeah, in, involved in the dirty dealings, let's put it that way. Gotcha. Either way, uh, Big J says skip it, not worth your time, so SAS, The Rise of Black Swan, at least that's what you'll find the title has on Netflix, is not worth your time. Here's traffic. But Kate is, did you do a double feature, or was this a movie that you'd watch at another time? Started watching uh, it a couple days ago, and then got interrupted and finished it last night, so... Mary Elizabeth Winstead is who is in that movie, by the way. She's the great. star of it. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, Fargo, all good stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to get into an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Might want to start saving your pennies and your bucks and your dollars if you're planning to purchase a artificial Christmas tree this particular season. Because the cost yeah, of they fake, are expensive. Yeah, well, it's supposed to get even more expensive because the cost of fake trees are going to jump up this year. They're expecting about 66% because of ongoing global supply issues and a shipping container shortage as well. Balsam Hills is an artificial tree company based in California. They're selling its four and a half foot Grand Canyon cedar tree for $500. Now, that's about $300 more than it cost in 2020. Meanwhile, Tree Time, which is an Illinois-based company, says the cost of shipping has jumped by 500%, and it's aiming to raise the price of its, of its trees by no more than 20%. Balsam Hill says that due to issues with global, global supply chains, tree inventory is down 22%, with stock of other decorations down by 42%. So Christmas decorations on a whole are probably going to be way more expensive this year than they were last year. 
So something to keep yeah. in mind. Not only that, but the, don't forget the cost of real trees as well has gone through the roof too. My point, I guess, is, you know, Christmas is three months away and Christmas trees are going to cost you a pretty penny. So prepare for that. Because the Big J household they're, usually they're gets cut a... down now. <laughs> usually gets a real tree, right? Oh, God. Yeah. All right. I'm just saying, start saving now. Uh, here's the good news is once you buy a fake tree, you can hold on to it for a couple of years and it doesn't cost you anything more. So there's that, yeah, I suppose. Trust me. I've been making that argument for years. And losing, it sounds like. Ratings, As usual. Ratings surged in week two for Peyton and Eli Manning's alternate telecast of Monday Night Football on ESPN2. The retired quarterback brothers telecast of the Packers win over the Lions increased um, Monday's viewership by 138% over their debut a week earlier. Uh, but don't get used to it. The Mannings are only scheduled to do eight more games for Monday Night Football this season. Uh, but next week's game between the Eagles and the Cowboys is one of them, so you'll get another taste if you have enjoyed that so far. But they're not doing every single game all season long. And so it's still not outdrawing the regular telecast. Uh, it's actually not even close. The regular telecast is beating it pretty handily, but it's still doing much better than they thought it was going to do. And it's a cool alternative if you want to check it out. You have checked it out and you enjoy it, right? Yeah, I do. I wish, though, you know, because they're doing it remotely, like Peyton's in one place, Eli's in another. And so they talk over each other a lot. It's That's really annoying. I wish they were in a booth doing this together because it would be much better and it would be a little, a little bit more polished than it is but it's still pretty interesting the insight is amazing that you're getting uh and the humor is 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 really fun i mean and peyton is not afraid to just make some wild claims and things like that i mean this last one you know he was talking about uh the the cheating patriots and it was it's hilarious and he had pat mcafee on they had uh, a couple other guests rob gronkowski they're making fun of him pretty much i mean it's it's a pretty funny deal so check it out. Uh, you're not going to get it every week, but you'll get it this Monday if you want to enjoy it. Catherine Hahn is the star of the moment right now, and she has signed on to play Joan Rivers in a limited series about the comedian at Showtime. The WandaVision star is set to star in and also executive produce something called The Comeback Girl, which is going to basically chronicle Rivers' life in the mid-1980s after her arguments with Johnny Carson gave her her own late-night talk show, but that failed. And then there was a bunch of stuff happening in her personal life around that time as well in the mid-80s. But she was able to bounce back and turn it into a pretty long and storied career after those failures. And so that's going to showcase that part of her career. It's going to air beginning on in 2022. And Catherine Hahn is all set to do it. So if you're a fan of hers, you might want to check that out next year. Running after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Headed over to Germany for today's We're Going to Hell story, Berlin to be exact. And we're going to meet a real scumbag for today's We're Going to Hell story. No names will be given, but I'll tell you this dude's story and then you'll understand why he's a real jerk. And I'll tell you oh. this right off the bat, and that is that maybe the art or the skill or just the shadiness of stealing something is going to go to the way of the dodo. Because technology is increasing at an exponential rate far ahead of the criminal skills of those that steal for a living. Does that make sense, Big J? 
Yes, yes, it does. It's if you are going to take anything of value, odds are it will catch you faster than any effort you put in to actually steal it and turn around and fence it or whatever you need to do to make money with it. And a 44-year-old man found this out the hard way. First of all, let's talk about his really stupid and awful act and why he's a scumbag. Because this 44-year-old dude decided to break into a building in Halver, Germany in April. That building happened to house a kindergarten. And so what he did is he broke into this kindergarten and then took a laptop, some picture books, cups and glasses, some fish sticks, some pasta... And a smart speaker Some that fish was... fish sticks? Yeah, man. I mean, you got to get those fish sticks for the kids. And he Damn. also uh, grabbed a smart speaker for playing children's stories. So this is where he really falls into a scumbag world. Like, it takes a special jerk to steal from a bunch of kindergarten kids. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Yes, I do. I mean, there's a special place in hell for this guy already. But now we're going to talk about how he got caught. And they didn't have a whole lot of clues. He didn't leave any fingerprints behind or anything like that. But what he did do is he tried to download new stories onto the children's smart speaker, which, of course, uses location and Wi-Fi and all that stuff to get this done. And they were able to realize that it was coming from a stolen unit and therefore had his address and his IP location instantaneously and they used him downloading like goodnight moon to capture this guy and find all the other stuff that he had taken outside of course of the fish sticks and the pasta which had been consumed big j but they were able to find the laptop the picture books the cups and glasses and the children's smart speaker as well so the only thing of value that this guy took is what ended up getting him caught Police said that the devices and the stolen materials have been returned in working condition to the kindergarten. It was eagerly received by the kids, but no fairy tale ending for the suspect, Big J. He will be facing multiple criminal charges and will go to jail for a very long time. So, A, don't steal from kids. B, it's probably not smart to, te- to steal technology at this point because it's just going to get you caught. So maybe you should well, rethink the whole stealing thing. Yeah, especially if you don't know anything about technology. Right, right. Gotta go analog, man. Yeah, and I'm guessing that most of the people that do the stealing aren't exactly, you know, they don't have their masters in technology. Do you know what I'm saying? Most don't. They are going to have issues, and it's just going to get them caught. So you got to wonder, is it worth the trouble? The answer, probably not. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. It is the X-Rocks. So come and get it. That is Limp Biscuit. That is break stuff here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And we have an issue with Brunel University, Big J. They're coming for our livelihood, bro. Brunel? Brunel University. I don't know where that is or what's going on. And I, ha- quite frankly, I question who has put forth the money to fund this research. But... Mark they, Brunel. They did, yes. I have it out for former Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback Mark Brunel because he uh, and his university have put together a bunch of research that where they've uh, basically surveyed about 20,000 people across the globe, and they found that listening to music loud and singing along with music while you're driving is not a good thing. It causes way more distractions. 
you're not paying enough attention and it needs to be at least curbed if you want to be driving as safe as possible. Now, past studies have found that loud music can elevate levels of aggression, encourage overconfidence, uh, particularly among younger drivers. And so they're saying in particular that you need to turn down the music and maybe listen to softer stuff at a lower volume in order to better regulate your driving skills. And I say to that, Peshaw, I say to that out loud, Peshaw, because sometimes... Yeah, well, it is... Go ahead. I, I, I see. I can see where they're coming from. I mean, it's hard to keep your head on a swivel when you're trying to sing along with a song. Um, so I definitely I definitely get that, it, especially the younger drivers who maybe aren't as experienced of having some distraction. And, um, it you know, it just takes a few seconds to keep your eyes off the road to go crash. Yeah, but, you know, the other part of it is the study has recommended that you don't listen to music with lyrics. You don't listen to people talking or to podcasts or anything during driving that only soft uh, instrumental music is the way to go when you're driving. And that feels to me like it's some sort of slanted research that was given by like, I don't know, the Beethoven Association or something that's trying to encourage people to not listen. listen, First of all, it's not going to happen. I mean, that much we know. The more they tell us not to do this, the more that we're going to do it. That's just the way that we are. But it is interesting to me that they are, on the other hand of this research, suggesting what music you listen to, which feels a bit slanted to me. Does that make sense? Yes, it it definitely. Also, these people must live in a bubble. (laughs) Like, I mean, come on, for crying out loud. Some things are a little ridiculous. I would say before you get to singing along in your car, uh, texting or doing anything with your phone inside your car, even you know trying to uh, to get to a podcast or something can be a pain in the butt while you're driving, uh, and very dangerous. So I mean, those things are more concerning to me than than trying to sing along in the car with uh, music really loud. I agree. I mean, yes, we've all heard of the situation where somebody was trying to change the radio station or putting in a CD or something, and then they've uh, you know swerved off the road and caused an accident. That happens. I'm sure it does. But I've never heard anybody say, man, I tell you what, I would have gotten to work fine if I wasn't singing along to break stuff with Limp Bizkit. Next thing you know, know, I'm on the roof and I flipped my car over because I was singing along. I've never heard that as an excuse to why somebody has been distracted to something. Not to say that it can't happen. I'm just saying I don't know if it's running rampant in our traffic situations. I'll also throw this out there that if you uh, try turning the channel from the morning after while you're driving right now, you get what you get. (laughs) No sympathy from Big J if something happens while you're changing the station from the X. That's understandable. There to market. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to get into an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Apple, Big J, you ever heard of them? Yeah. They are hoping that one day they're going to turn your iPhone into a mental health facility. Previously, Apple teamed up with UCLA on mental health research, and they also want to start... They started to study cognitive decline, so now... The brand is planning to incorporate the knowledge it gleans from this work into the iPhone. The goal is to alert users that they may be suffering from conditions like depression, anxiety, or cognitive decline. 
Technology would rely on an algorithm, but built off of data clues such as physical activity, sleep habits, and even how one types on a keyboard. All of this information together could offer insights on how consumers are feeling, their energy, their concentration levels. The research is still in the very early stages. It's not yet clear if Apple will actually be able to create an effective algorithm to do what it wants to do, but there are also potential privacy issues related to the data that would be gathering that Apple would have to figure out before they incorporate this into their iPhones as well. But also, I'm trying to figure out if that would help. Like, if Suri was screaming no. at you every 10 minutes that you were depressed, would that help? Like, yes, Suri, I no, know. No, because you you probably have parents that are doing that right to you already. Uh, and, and it's like, this is kind of stuff that you, you get, you're starting to get real close to the dystopia uh, kind of thing where everywhere you turn, uh, you know, our devices and things like that are kind of starting to slowly take over some of the basic stuff that we have to be looking out as as, as, for as as humans. You know what I mean? It's just crazy. Yeah, if we rely on our iPhone to tell us if we're depressed, we could have some real issues. You're right. I, I think we know when we're depressed. I mean, generally speaking, we might not know why or how to fix it. That's a different thing altogether. Yes, I certainly would hope so. But also, you like the last thing you need is like confusion. Like, just because you're not exercising all that much, your iPhone doesn't need to tell you that you're depressed because you fit into an algorithm. Do you know what I mean? That probably yeah. isn't mentally great either. Like, and then you start thinking, okay, am I? I mean, I know I didn't exercise today, but am I full on depressed? I don't, I don't, I don't you know, turns into a whole big brouhaha. Doesn't look like Ben Simmons and the Philadelphia 76ers are headed down the same path. He has announced he's not going to go to training camp next week. According to media reports, of course, they've been on the out since the playoffs, and Ben Simmons pretty much just decided he didn't want to play uh, and did not play well for the 76ers in their eventual loss in the playoffs. So now what happens, who knows, but it doesn't look like Ben Simmons wants to suit up for the 76ers again. Uh, rumor has it he's been on the trading block since the playoffs, but they haven't really been happy with their offers or if they've gotten any for the 25-year-old forward. But we'll see what ends up happening going forward. David uh, Culley has announced that Davis Mills will be the starting quarterback for the Houston Texans against the Carolina Panthers for Thursday night football. Tyrod Taylor officially out and now on IR with a hamstring injury. He was hurt in their loss to Cleveland on Sunday. And it looks like the Late Late Show will be filmed in front of a live audience for the first time since the start of pandemic next week. Reports that the team behind James Carden's show is considering bringing back just fully vaccinated audiences beginning on Monday, September 27th. The Late Late Show's uh, rival time slot, Late Night with Seth Meyers, also planning to bring back an audience in October. So the live shows are starting to come back from a late night perspective, which means everything else can't be far behind. But again, everybody so far requiring vaccinations for you to get in the door if you want to go. Morning after with Nick and Big J. And the ultimate prize that we can offer, really, when you get down to it, tickets before you can even buy them. Big Arena Show, uh, January 28th, out at the Ford Idaho Center. Volbeat, Ghost, and Twin Temple. It's going to be an amazing show. We'll get you set up with tickets, as I said, before you can even buy them here if you beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. Special pre-sale tomorrow. Tickets go on sale to the general public 10 a.m. on Friday, but we got your hookup 
right here, right now. 208-287-1003. Going to have to know a little bit about TV. And if we get that far, we're good into the movies world for Pop Culture Smackdown today. I wish everybody good luck. 208-287-1003. To the phones we go. Hello, The X. Hello? Good morning, man. What's your name? Hi, it's Megan Shrett. We're good, Logan. You are up first. Logan, in what uh, st- in a strange 1980s cartoon that lasted two seasons, what fool-pitying celebrity helped the United States gymnastics team solve mysteries? Oh. Logan. God, I feel like I've seen this one. I'm trying to think. Fool pitying celebrity is your big hint there. Two, three, four, five. Wrong. Sorry, Logan. <laughs> Hello, the X. Good morning. In a strange 1980s cartoon that lasted 30 episodes, what fool pitying celebrity helped the United States gymnastics team solve mysteries? I got nothing. You got nothing? That's all right. Wrong. Apology accepted. It happens. Man. Hello, the X. Hello. In a strange 1980s cartoon that lasted 30 episodes, two seasons, what fool pitying celebrity helped the United States gymnastics team solve mysteries? Oh. Uh. Ronald Reagan. Wrong. No. But Ronald Reagan, Ronald does, Reagan does pity a fool. I pity the fool. Who pities the fool? Hello, Come on. The X. <laughs> People I, don't know, man. I pity the fool. Don't. My prediction, Big J wins. Hello, The X. Hello. The answer is... Mr. T. Right. Mr. T is correct. If you haven't seen it, and a lot of you haven't, go back and watch that weird-ass cartoon. It will make you freak <laughs> out. Big J, what That's TV funny. sitcom is a spin-off prequel to the Big Bang Theory? Um Oh boy, let's go with uh Oh my god. It's the little kid. I mean, I I never watched it. But obviously, I'm aware of it. It's still on the TV and uh, one of the I highest know. ratings sitcoms out there. Uh, it, and it's it's the main character's name, too. So, uh-huh. Boy, you got everything uh, but the actual answer, my friend. I know. I know. Um, I don't know. I, I can't remember. I can't bring it up in my mind. Oh, my God. Uh, like Preston or something. What's his name? Congrats, What's that little kid's name? Congratulations. You have one. Do you happen to know the answer? The spinoff prequel to The Big Bang Theory? Oh, uh, yeah. It's Young Sheldon, isn't right. it? Right. It is, in well, fact, you, Young Sheldon. You earned these tickets. Congratulations. You got tickets to Ghost and Volbeat at the Idaho Center coming up on January 28th. Hang on just one second. We'll get some information from you. There's your pop culture smackdown. We got some headlines for you next on the X-Rocks. Big J. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Need a car loan do-over? Get online pre-approval with the iPreCheck button over at GoTeamMazda.com. You know, website you hear about all the time on the X. Check it out for yourself at GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows. Not your average wedding. You can't have it. And we need to do better. 
You can't have it. The latest beer from Sam Adams bears a price tag of $240 a bottle, and it also has another notable distinction. It's illegal in 15 states, including here in Idaho. Sam Adams said the 12th version of the Utopias brand, which the brewery rolls out every two years, is going to roll out on October 11th at a price of $240 for a for 25 four-ounce bottles. The beverage contains 28 alcohol by volume. That is more than five times the average strength of U.S. beers. That makes it illegal to sell in Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Missouri, Mississippi, Montana, North Carolina, New Hampshire, Oklahoma, Oregon, South Carolina, Utah, Vermont, West Virginia, and, of course, Idaho. So you cannot buy. It's illegal to purchase this beer. Uh, which is actually Illegal. marketing genius for Sam Adams uh, it's for people to get this limited edition brew as quickly as possible and probably why it's so outrageously expensive. But I can't imagine, like, I don't know what 28% alcohol brew would taste like. I don't know that it would be good. You know? I mean, I know well, you we'll couldn't never have find it. Out. Yeah. You couldn't have it. I couldn't have it. It's illegal to own. I'm just thinking, like, you know, if you if you're not a fan of super hoppy beers, the alcohol content, I mean, of those is like eight percent. I can't imagine what twenty-eight percent tastes like. Either way, we'll never find out. Not your average wedding, or we need to do better. We need to do better. Want you to meet Isaiah Kirby, Big J. Following his arrest early last week, the South Carolinian who is 18 years old is charged Friday with two counts of attempted murder, two counts of narcotics possession. Two counts of possession of a weapon during a violent crime, according to court records. Damn. But none of that matters. Do you want to know why, Big J? Because Isaiah Kirby is hot. He's got long, flowing brown hair, well-coiffed facial hair. The ladies think he's super attractive. Dudes do as well. And so it doesn't matter that he's in jail for two counts of attempted murder. They, he's already got two modeling companies arguing over his services if and when he ever gets out of jail. Uh, of course, he is facing up to 25 to 30 years in jail, so he's going to look a lot different when he does get out if he's convicted of these crimes. But maybe, just maybe, like this is not the first dude that's gotten famous from a mugshot, which really worries me about our priorities and how we chase things down. Like, I'm all for second chances, but, like, this dude is, you know, at least accused of two counts of attempted murder. I'm guessing he's not that great of a dude, and I get that he's got long hair and people think he's attractive, but, like, I mean, do we have to offer the attempted murderer a modeling contract? Is that something we have to do as a society? I don't know, but it gives me hope in case I'm falsely accused of a crime. All right. Yeah, you want to look good in that mugshot, Big J, because that could be your one chance. The big break you've been looking for yeah. uh, could come if you get falsely accused of a crime. So good luck with that whole... I'm uh, a male model. That whole path. Blue steel. Wrap it up with Not Your Average Wedding. Organizers in Chicago say they're hoping to gather more than 178 dog couples in order to break the world, the record for the world's largest dog wedding ceremony. Organizer Leslie Sayi says she previously participated in the November 2008 attempt in Illinois where 87 canine couples tied the knot, falling short of breaking the record number of 178. So we're going to try this again. So she says she wants to see Illinois take the record on Saturday at Lions Park in the town of Villa Park. She adds that dogs don't have to have mates to marry. They can participate in a round of doggy speed dating 
to find the appropriate spouse right before the ceremony, and then it's till <laughs> death do the dogs part. They're not Jesus. messing around. So we'll see what happens. I don't know what kind of future that holds for the dogs. Like, does that mean that you guys agree to hang out a bunch and go on, like, doggy dates and all that kind of stuff? I don't know. I don't know. The dog prenups, Big J? I'm also not aware of this situation. But, well, I mean, what a mess with the doggy speed dating. I mean, holy cow. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that's going to go well. But listen, if they want to break the record, then I say to them, best of luck. Knock it out of the park, I hope. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything, believe it or not. So, latest from Coheed and Cambria. A song is called Shoulders here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Let's talk about some things that drive us crazy, Big J, please. Yeah, you've heard the term fingernails on a chalkboard. Oh, yeah, and I've heard them, too. Yeah, and uh, we just played uh, a, a, a song from a singer whose voice sounds like that to me. And, and that's the whole point of this, uh, this Reddit strain is, is other things that affect people the way fingernails on a chalkboard affect fingernails on a chalkboard guy. And uh, there were some pretty interesting uh, ones out there. I don't know if you have one in particular, Nick. I know my, I, I do. I have two. And aside from... Aside from Claudio, uh, it's a fork and knife that, that kind of hits on the teeth of somebody. See, I'm like that with like plates. Like if somebody scratches like a knife on a plate, it, it just sends chills up my spine. So mine's also yeah. silverware related. That's here. That's one of the top ones here. Scratches yeah. or knife on a plate. Mm. It's super high pitched tone. Uh, dentist drill is one of those that, that freaks people out. Now that might have to do more with what's coming after you hear the drill. <laughs> yeah, I get that. But that doesn't seem to bother uh, me. Children screaming. Uh, that's another one. And uh, tearing of cardboard seems to be one that a lot of people uh, had issues with. Really? Yeah. And uh, here's they, they threw in some other ones here that were real weird, like uh, cotton balls. People can't touch them. And it's a weird thing. Also, um, <laughs> If you if you're uh, you close your eyes and you imagine licking a paper towel, I've never heard of that one well, either. Why That's would weird. you do that? Number one, and number two, what what? I mean, especially that seems self-inflicted to me. There is no reason for that to ever creep you out or make you think that unless you want to do that to yourself. And there's also no reason exactly. to ever lick a paper towel. So I don't understand why you would make yourself think that. That's very strange. But I'll tell you one that's not uh, it, on that I'm, list that drives me crazy, and you're going to think I'm picking on you, but I'm not. It's it's when people clear their throats, it drives me. Like, it just, it, it just drives me up a uh, wall. It's, it drives me crazy. It grosses me out, and then it sends chills up my spine every time. And so that's one of those things that I don't know why. I can't explain it. It just does. It's like the fingernails on a chalkboard to me, and it's like the uh, the silverware on a plate to me. It just gives me the heebie-jeebies, and I don't like it, and I don't know why it does it. I wish it didn't, but it does. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad I know that now. Uh, I'll do it more often. <laughs> no, you already do no, it I, too I, much. It's, yeah, but you know, it's easier here at home because I, I can actually mute my mic. <laughs> I did it a, a, a minute before we went on air, and you didn't know it because... I can mute my mic, but I I, we it. can't do that anymore in no. studio for some reason. So I've, I've actually tried to get the mute button happening so that you could do that, and uh, nobody's getting back to me. And, it and usually, I it, it seems worse for whatever reason. I, I've been having these frogs in my throat situation because I, you know, 
a lot of the things too now, the perception is, you know, that you're sick or whatever. And I just get like phlegm caught up in there and I don't want to do a whole, you know, thing where I cough it up and that just looks like I'm sick and gross and I don't want to be that guy. But that's the reason what the reason I have to clear my throat is to get rid of that thing. I know you have a ton of phlegm in your throat. I understand. I understand why it happens. I know you don't do it on purpose. I'm just telling you it drives me crazy. And it's not your fault. I didn't fault. used to do it on purpose. I, it, it drove me crazy long before you started doing it. It's just one of those things that I cannot help. I don't know why. But yes, uh, if any of these things can be prevented, God, that'd be great. Some of them I don't get. I don't understand how ripping cardboard can freak people out. I don't understand. But I, I'm sure you probably don't understand how clearing throats can freak me out. I don't understand it either. It's just one of those things that just does it for people sometimes. So yeah, try to be right. careful. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, we got your bad impressions. Please hold tight for that. It's next on the X-Rocks. Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X. Yeah, and we have tickets here for you coming October 4th to the Knitting Factory Black Label Society, uh, along with Obituary. Uh, It's going to be a heck of a show, uh, also being there prong. So, We'll get you those tickets. You just need to figure out bad impressions this morning. Phone number is 208-287-1003. That never changes. It's your opportunity to grab these BLS tickets. Big J has got three clues revolving around a pretty famous celebrity. If you can figure out who that celebrity is in those three clues or less, then congratulations. A concert is yours. You're be going on us. Let's get ourselves a contestant. Hello, the X. What's going on? Good morning, man. What's your name? All right, Dustin, you're up first. Good luck. A lot of people wondered over the offseason if I was going to retire from the NFL to host Jeopardy. (laughs) Next one. Last year, I won the NFL MVP award. (laughs) Next one. I'm the superstar QB for the fighting Green Bay Packers. Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Indeed, it is uh, number 12, Aaron Rodgers. Good job, my friend. Hang on one second. We'll get you those Black Label Society tickets. Why is football Jesus in the news, Big J? <laughs> football Jesus in the news. Hey, he had a great week, uh, and uh, he, he appears every weekend on, or every week, I should on the Pat McAfee show. And recently, maybe you uh, recall to seeing this, uh, even uh, Randy posted it on the Facebook page for the station. Uh, the long hair that he's been growing. Him and Randy, by the way, are a spitting image of one another with the hair. Mm-hmm. Like the hair length is almost the exact same. Well, he told Pat McAfee that he's been growing that uh, hair out for over a year for a Halloween costume. Quote, I have a, ma- uh, a monthish until ha- Halloween, and this hair has been a year in the making for my costume. Do you have any guesses of who it is? He says it's a hero of mine who has longish hair. I'm trying to think of like who it could be, and uh, my guess is I could be wrong, but he has this really good relationship with a former Packers tight end named Tom Crabtree, that uh, that they are like best friends, and he would rock the long hair and had his entire NFL career. I can see him dressing up as number 83 and having some fun with his friend and poking a little fun at him and dressing up as his friend Tom Crabtree uh, and calling him one of his heroes as a joke. Uh, for Halloween, I could be way, way off, but that's that's my one guess. That's what instantly popped into my head when I saw this story, is that he's messing around I with see, one of his buddies. I see a pretty decent, like, 
with the hair length and everything and his his beard stuff that he's got going on, Keanu Reeves ish. I'm saying John Wick. Could be that. You know, it also could be uh, you know Obi Wan, uh, Ewan McGregor style. Uh, oh yeah. That's his profile picture too. So it wouldn't surprise me if he goes that route either. Either way, uh, I guess we all have to wait a little over a month to find out who Aaron Rodgers is going to be for Halloween. And, and then by proxy, Randy will also have to be that person for Halloween. Yeah, he may need to get an advance notice. But yes, uh, I, if Randy even dresses up for Halloween. Who knows? There's your bad impressions. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. We'll wrap up the show here next on the x Rock. <laughs> Pretty reckless. Only love can save me now here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. That's going to wrap it up for this particular Wednesday. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. We got a recommendation to avoid a movie called SAS, The Black Swan Rises on Netflix, courtesy of Big J, but then an alternate recommendation to watch Kate. So uh, one thumbs up, one thumbs down. Uh, only one was required for Streaming Dumbass, but it was the Streaming Dumbass movie that unfortunately struck out this time around. Also had a chance to talk about how you should be listening to music or not listening to music when you drive, and then uh, poo-pooed all over that survey. And, of course, we talked about noises that drive us up a wall. And even how to avoid stealing from kindergartens. It was a pretty busy show, I'll put it that way. Big J, that leaves you with the floor. Yeah, ladies, watch out for uh, the creeps out there because they're trying to use tech to follow you around. Uh, A woman in L.A. found an Apple AirTag on her license plate of her car. Uh, somebody's been tracking her movements using that Apple Air tags, Nick, are like uh, Bluetooth tags that you can put that they can track wherever they go. That anybody can put on anything? Yeah, yeah, Why you can put it on exist? anything. Why does that exist? Why is that a thing? Well, it, to put it on your, your keys, on stuff that you, I mean, legitimately started out like, hey, to help out people who've lost, who lose something routinely. Um, and, and of course, uh, like most things that have a good use also has an evil use, <laughs> but just in case you're, you're like worried about this, Apple says there's two features to help out. Your phone can detect one nearby and give you a notification. And once you detect one, you can have it, it can give off a sound so you can find it. So, uh, you can find those, but you just got to do some searching with your phone to find those tags. Well, great. If they're on your presence. Does it let you turn it off? Yes. Okay, good. Either way, still, it, it, it shouldn't fall on the shoulders of the victim to make sure somebody creepy isn't following them. Does that make sense? It should. I be. don't know. Situational awareness is something we all should have on I'm a regular not, basis. I'm not saying you shouldn't keep your head on the swivel. I'm just saying maybe don't make uh, you know things that are uh, you know taggable on every single thing so that it's easier for people to be creepy as humanly possible. I'm not sure that... No, I think the, the creeps are going to find a way to creep. So, I mean, that's... Yeah, we don't have to make it easier for them, though, I guess is my point. Either way, uh, be careful, I guess, is the lesson. We will do more of that tomorrow when we have a chance to talk about uh, Ghost and Volbeat. Again, the pre-sale will happen tomorrow officially, but also we'll give you a chance to win some tickets before you can buy them. And we're going to talk about something near and dear to Big J's heart. The Walk to End Alzheimer's is happening on October 2nd. Going to have some guests from the Alzheimer's Association in here tomorrow to chat that up as well hopefully get you on a team get you started get you motivated to be a part of something really cool happening on october the 2nd that's it for us we will see you tomorrow jason drew is coming in next it is the x rocks